Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan. Welcome once again to Armagh Eyes Sports Podcast, The Eye and the Ball. This is your host, Elaine Ingram. It's good that Armagh football is back. Those are the words of legendary Armagh All-Ireland medal winner, Ronan Clark, who has come on board this year as Silverbridge manager. We all know by now the Armagh League got underway over the weekend. Um, the first games back since the lockdown, albeit games with no supporters, which was kind of strange. I went to two matches over the weekend uh, the first being the game between Mullabone and Silverbridge in Mullabone. Um, Silverbridge ran away with that one, 0-16 to 8 points, which is a great start for them. Um, I spoke to Ronan briefly after the game on Friday. The other game that I went to was uh, another one that looked great on paper, which was uh, Mary and Cross McGlenn. Um, that would have been a match that would have had a huge amount of support at, but as it turned out, obviously it, it, that didn't happen. It was a really exciting game, and very, very close. Uh, Mary had two goals in the first half, one of them a penalty. They led by four points at the break. Um, Cross McGlenn, of as as you would expect, fought back throughout the second half, but Mary managed to hang on, and they won out by a single point, uh, with the finishing scoreline being 2-8 to not 13 so I spoke to county player Aidan Forker after the game and that's coming up now. So Aidan, that was a fantastic win. Very, very exciting game there. Yeah, no, we're, we're happy that uh, we got the win there, I suppose. It's hard to know where we were in a couple of friendly games, but nothing too intense. And obviously tough start with Cross Glen at home, but um, I suppose we take pride in, in how we perform at home. And, um I listen, we're happy that we got the win. There was a few mistakes and unforced errors at times on both sides of the team, but um I suppose you're gonna expect that, um given the long layoff. So happy we got the win. Um good start to the league and I am sure um Crossbellan have a good say going into the league and championship anyway, but um a lots to lots to improve on of course, but um Finn will get us back at them feedback on the ground on Tuesday night and um, we'll take it when we get it. Yeah, and you have the championship coming up as well so I suppose it's nice to get a win like that under your belt at the start when you know, you're, you have your first game coming up now in a few weeks. Yeah, uh, it's hard to even look that far given um, you're, in a, you're in a hole for a long time there um, but it's, it's a sprint, not a marathon. Um, usually, usually seasons you're surely slowly building up to championship time but you don't really have time to do that so it was important that we hit the ground running today and um, we did that with a bit of work to do fitness wise and um, you know a bit of togetherness and team play we need to work on that and Finn knows that so um, you know we're looking forward to running to the championship it's knockout it's um, on the day and it's exciting so 
Yeah, how how's it been in terms of like no supporters here today? It must be very strange. And but but on, on the field itself, how how has it been? You know, all these new rules and everything. Have people have you been adapting easily enough? People getting used to it. Yeah, no, it takes it takes a bit of adjustment now. Um, just things you took for granted. Um, but as for the the crowd, you know, it is strange at the time when you when you're warming up and there's a wee bit dead atmosphere. Even at the club games, I'm sure there would have been a good crowd at that today and. People looking forward to watching football and listen. It wasn't allowed, and, and rules are rules. But um, once once the ball is thrown in, you don't really pay attention to that anyway. But um, hopefully, um, these guidelines will be relaxed a wee bit, and people who've been yearning for a bit of football can get watching it. I'm sure. My opinion would be like, if if people weren't comfortable coming, they wouldn't really come. And I think people are are um, smart enough to social distance if they are coming to games and. and um, whatever um, we get in terms of rules uh, has to be complied to. I think the club done a brilliant job today and there was a bit of a hype around this game and people looking to come watch it and stuff and I think they handled it really well and um, those things you know you take for granted as players that the committee is working really hard and we have a great committee so we're lucky there too. Yeah, I mean, people definitely did comply. I mean, you thought there might have been queues of people trying to get in and everything, but they really weren't. I mean, people did are are abiding by the rules. I think the committee done a great job in handling it on social media and you know getting the word out that um, that 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 the they would be behind closed doors and they will be complying with um, the GA's regulations and um, and people obviously respected that. And it's one thing about GA people, you know, they, they look after the clubs and look after their own. So. Um, it's a credit to everyone involved, I suppose. And what about um, the county now? I mean, actually, I suppose it's nice um, being able to play for your club at this time. You know, uh, you see all the club, all the county players out there playing for their club. I mean, how does how does that feel? That wouldn't be, wouldn't be the norm at this time of year. No, no, it's great, but it's sort of it's just different time of year. You know, it'll come to the time when hopefully the county will be back and we'll be back with your county. And um, you know, we've been always quite good. Um, think there's been a, a perception out there that you know we don't get playing for clubs we, we we do get playing for clubs it's just perhaps you had wee niggles and and stuff and you decided maybe to opt out yourself it wasn't um on you not to play from the management or anything like that so um we're getting four or five good games here and into the championship hopefully a, a few longer games and a few longer runs but um no i'm looking forward to the county starting back too but it's great to be training with your teammates and um, I'll, I'll also be looking back, looking forward to going back to the county as well. Yeah, I mean that's you've got two league games left. You've got Roscommon and Clare. Roscommon at home, and Clare away. Now, was, there's one thing of being strange with having no supporters here, but if if that's the case, if if that's the case, you know, at the Athletic Grounds, it's hard to imagine what that's going to feel like. Yeah, and will it have an effect? Do you think? There's no doubt. All my fans at home are. Definitely uplifting and inspiring when 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 times are tough in games and and they'll sometimes drive you on that way a bit. But listen, we sat down many years ago and, and said that we were looking to take Armagh back to Division One and we're one game away from that. So first, common will be our only focus when we go back. It'll be preparation for that and getting those two points by hook or by crook, whether there's ten thousand there or or, or twenty. Um, I think this panel of players that we have at Armagh have a greater purpose of, of what's really driving us, and the fans are an important part of that, of course. But um, you know, intrinsically, I think it'll not take too much to get us ready for that game. Yeah. 
But I mean, you had you had such an event, momentum, you know. And I know you. It, it's hard to see you not winning, but there's no knockout. There's, it's like a straight champion. You know, you you win or you don't win. Yeah, no. Listen, Roscommon are top team, top eight team. This this three or four years and. They're second know, uh, at the moment as well. Yeah. You. So listen, it's dog eat dog, and that's what games you want to be part of to, to get to the top tier and um, and put yourself there next year, ro- rolling into next year. So it's a massive incentive. Um, as I say, whether there's a crowd there or not. So, um, listen, um, it's a wee bit away yet, and I have a few miles to get in the legs probably before then. And um, listen, we've been chit chatting back and forth with with um with Cairn and and each other as players, but obviously the club's the big focus now and had only service going into back into training with Armagh um, September 14th so um, hopefully um, we'll get a good run with the club and as I say that'll hopefully give us momentum personally going into uh, hopefully getting a place in on our team for their common game and the Clare game and then hit the ground run going into the championship Division one has been, you know, Kieran's goal for the last few years. I mean, obviously it's it's a goal, but he he's always maintained that it improves your football overall. If you're playing with those top teams, you know, week in week out, and it really does seem to be firmly in your sights this time around. And um, what what do you think will be the difference? You know, if if you do get up there to play those top teams, plus in terms of the way the championship has been changed anyway. Yeah, no, listen. It- it's, I'm a firm believer that you're a product of your environment and if you're laying there against Dublins and Kerry's and Tyrone's and, and all these teams every week it's it's um, survival so you either figure it out or, or you're going to suffer and I think this team's done a good job in, in solving problems and trying to improve and, and it'll only serve you know the younger players and us all playing in that environment and um, Hopefully we, we thrive in that. I think we will. You know, they're a competitive bunch and um, with a good mix of, of youth and experience. There's a few of us hopefully, you know, bringing that bit of experience to it now. I haven't been, been around for a wee while and I think we're all improving and that step up to the top tier with those top teams um, might be a, a steep learning curve, but we're prepared to take that. And um, you've seen teams like me this year, you know, I had a few missing, of course, on... And, and, were two or three points within all the top teams and I think had a few boys back they might have competed a wee bit more but you can be sure they're a better team um, despite those defeats so um, I'm not saying we're, we're already there or anything but we're, we're just focusing on Roscommon and as far as we can see it Roscommon's a division one team and it'll take a, a big performance to beat them so that's all we'll be focusing on when we're getting ready. Yeah, uh, you do have a, a really nice mixture at the moment um, of youth and experience in there. And the team really does start, seem to be coming together. And you've a tremendous loyalty, I think, to Karen Maghini. You've shown that. I mean, I think the team, I can see it game on game that the team really, really worked for him. Yeah, and no, I listen, I was just thinking there when you were talking, like there's some boys there who have, you know, serious appetite and want to play for the Armagh, want to play for the jersey. and you know you can feel that in training and the boys are boys are pushing really hard pushing each other and um that com- competition within the squad is going to be vital in terms of you know bringing it on match day and you know without naming names there's at least 10 or 12 boys who are really really trying to lead the thing and it's brilliant to be part of that and um as i say credit to kieran it's our team but he, he steered us every, every part of the way and 
and told us what he's expected of us and um, we've been all ears with that because he's been there, he's done it and um, I think he'd be foolish and not to listen to him because um, the more I get to know him, the more I'm impressed by him because of his leadership ability and his football knowledge and people he has around him are second on him as well and they've been fantastic in trying to help us develop and that's all we've been working on and trying to improve and grow and get better and you know lead the thing together so yeah I mean that really is half the battle I think you know having faith in your managers and your the management team really is half the battle and you can you can literally see from when he came in that there wasn't that sort of feeling in the team at the time it was a bit of a lull but Armagh seemed to be on their way back I mean I know it's a slow process but the, definitely year on year there's you can see the, the improvement and you can see the camaraderie and yeah no we, we've worked hard on the the team part of it um i think there's a time when i was involved and we were waiting on something to happen and you know we lacked that bit of leadership on i'm looking at the players there looking at myself like waiting on something to happen you know there's only one or two players there really trying to push it and drive it like like Kane McKeever or, or um, Finn Moe was there and you know by the gap but that's, that's not enough you know to, to get to the top tier you need 10, 12, 15 leaders on the team and any good team you, you'll spot them straight away and that's what we're trying to forge and I'm glad that people are, are seeing that but listen it doesn't guarantee success at the end of the day like I said the boys out there before the match it's it's about performance on the Sunday or the Saturday you can do all the preparation you want but if you're not primed and ready, you go and perform. It doesn't really matter what you do in between in between times. How has the training been going? I mean, I know you were saying there, like this, it takes quite a bit to get the fitness back up. I mean, it must be different. I know everybody's doing their own thing and everybody has their program set out yeah. for them. But you're in lockdown and you're not with your teammates and it's not the same. How how have you been finding that? Will it be a long road back to get back to the full potential of you know of where you were? Um. Yeah. Listen, it's a different different mindset required and some people have it or they don't you know a lot of people take energy from their teammates and driving them on when you're doing runs or whatever but during lockdown that wasn't there you're on your own and running hard if you can and um my mindset was i'd use this time to really really focus on myself and, and get myself you know fighting fit and uh, i probably pushed too hard in the first three or four weeks and i woke up one sunday morning and I just near fell to the floor. I couldn't move really, and I had to go back to the drawing board. I've worked very hard with the physio. This is my personal journey, like, um, uh, and uh, things. Where were, were you injured, or what was your injury? Well, I was in my hamstring tendons and my Achilles tendons. And you think you just didn't have that, you know? You know, I wasn't smart with it. I wasn't thing. being managed. Um, I wasn't managing myself because yeah. I was away from training. Like our S and C coach is brilliant at monitoring us and. You know, if you've had enough, she'll tell you to pull out or on on the other um, GPS guy, and you know you're carefully managed. You didn't realize how carefully you're managed until you go and do your own stuff, and you realize um, there's a fine line between training hard and overtraining. And I probably flirted with that a wee bit and paid the price. So um, it's been a long journey, three months of rehab, working very closely with Shea McAleer, our physio, and he's been second to none. But I was rehabbing hard at home in my own gym at home, and. Um, thankfully, I'm just I'm glad to be playing there today. To be honest, I was, yeah, I, was I mean, you looked go. perfectly um, no, fit uh, out there today. Yeah, no, a wee bit to go, a wee bit to go, but um, I know where I need to be, and I'm, I'm working closely with our SNC coach and Julie. And you know, to be fair, Finn's very a PE teacher and very shrewd and very smart physically. So 
he's managing our boys really well and um, because uh, there has been a, obviously a, a lot of chat about overtraining and stuff like that there too but I think people need to be smart with their own bodies and know what they're capable of doing and um, hopefully there's not too many soft issues yet injuries is going to come bangs and bruises are going to come but you know um, I'm, I'm thankful to be back I know we've got a work to do and um, no listen it was tough training over Covid um, lockdown times you were down the Mahi Shore because the pitch was closed and um, doing your own runs and seeing where you were and on your own and, um, uh, it was tough there's times when I thought maybe those um, elite athletes and like rowers and Olympic athletes and <laughs> you know going to the track on their own doing their own yeah. Uh, you have to be very mentally strong uh, and it was listen it was a learning curve it was good and it makes you really appreciate you know training as a team together now yeah and in terms of now um, the championship going to be on in winter time and coming up to Christmas is going to be very very odd yeah. but you know we all love winter football Not. no listen <laughs> it's it some people it's, uh, some people like the dry ball some people like the the, the more tougher conditions underfoot and um, It'll be McKenna Cup conditions. <laughs> <laughs> could be. But listen, usually around that time, November, December time, you're slogging it away as a team on your own with no football in sight. So um, it's one less pre-season to do, perhaps. You could look at it like that. I Although, that's true. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm one season rolled into the other, and I'll take it. So it's two seasons rolled into one. But Hopefully um, there won't be a, a resurgence, a second wave. Is there no, a hopefully not. Back, it's hard to know. We can't... Um, can't anticipate Do, that can't one. Can't anticipate that one. There's no point. But um, no, listen, I'm looking forward to anything with football. I'm happy. Like I'm happy to be playing week in week out. If I could be fit to play every Sunday, I, I would. You know, and um, the training's good, and I love the training, and I, I, I like training myself. But give me football any day of the week. Yeah. And what about during lockdown yourself now, personally? You know, I miss football so badly. But lately, I've heard a few people coming out and say, actually, I kind of enjoyed. You know, having yeah. family time and. You know the, that little bit of a break did. You know, you're, you're a teacher, right? I'm a teacher, so I was off. But I was listening to a podcast there. Nan Morgan was on, and um, I actually wrote down after because I would know Nan. So, like, it was very refreshing to hear hear the wee son there, and I, he really enjoyed the time at home. And you know, he wasn't sure whether he would um, he, he would be prepared to commit to what what he was committing to beforehand because he realised what he was missing and. You know, it was refreshing to hear. I was very yeah. honest. I'm an, I have a wee boy, yeah. and, and it was great to be at home. It was juggling act at times. I was up in the morning early trying to get my school work done, you know, because I didn't Are want you in primary school or secondary school? I'm primary. What, so. what do you teach? Oh, you teach te- primary school. Yeah, yeah. So primary seven. So I appreciate um, being um, a mother um, teaches a lot more because homeschooling <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> is not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. Anna. It is harder with your own neck. They're a lot better in, in school than they are. Well, so I, that's I reassuring to most people. I really do feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. They're great. And no, I, I'm in a school up in um, Tyrone there in St. John's, Kings Island. And uh, lovely children. And they're working very hard for me at home to be fair to them. And um, I was trying to juggle um, that and Leo at home as well. So he's going into P1 now. So there's a lot of play-based stuff with him and getting him out and about. And we had a good routine going, you know. Um, so... No, listen, we got through a lot of stuff. It'll teach them how to ride the bike and stuff like that. You know, things that maybe if you were working and were training, you would have had to put off to the summer. And you know what I mean? You got that time to really spend on them. And um, my wife's a nurse and she obviously was um, working away. And um, oh, listen, it was lonely at times. Definitely at times, didn't, don't think I have the temperament to be a, 
stay-at-home father. But we all learned things during lockdown. I think. We learned a lot of things about ourselves. I don't Never think mind I'm anyone else. to be a teacher. <laughs> but um, no, listen, I enjoyed it. I don't think I will ever get that again, and I would be grateful for it. And um, I think I don't know if Elliot will remember too well, but um, I'm glad I had that time to really assess and you know look at uh, look at my life and uh, assess my goals and assess and reflect on where I want to go and. Um, I'm I'm happy on the path where I am, and I'm happy, happy where I am. So, and it gave me some time to work on things that maybe had to take a back seat, and I'm thankful for that too. So, I'm a routine based person. I'm a big fan of routines and yeah. morning routines and nighttime routines and stuff like that. So, if I don't get that done or, or, or too too often, then it 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 upsets my rhythm a wee bit for the day. So, uh, I'll be glad when the routine comes back. Hey, well, it's really great to talk to you, and um, the best of luck with the the club for your upcoming season, and then of course the county. Yeah, well, thanks, really looking Enjoy the chat. Thanks, Benny. As I mentioned earlier on, uh, I also went to the Mullabon Silver Bridge game on Friday evening, and I spoke to Ronan Clark briefly after the match. Um, here's what he has to say. Well, Ronan, your first year in charge, and. Your first game? <laughs> yes, uh, we played in patches the other day, I thought, like, you know, against a very stubborn defensive Mullivon team. We cope well and just thankful we got out of here with two points. They're the night there, the show, like, you know, when they come together, like, and play a bit of football like that there. And I know it's strange times here, like, you know, and yeah, like, this could be the, this could be the first game we played, like, it could be the last, you never know whatever happens. Like. I know, yeah, I know, that's another thing to worry about, isn't it? I mean, you know, what's going to happen if there's if we're back in the same situation I mean I suppose nobody knows you know uh, yes but you just have to play it by week week in week out and uh, hopefully you just get an opportunity they're here next week to play again like everybody's been training hard in pre-season and this is their first game like back and it's good at Armagh's football back and it's great supporters around Armagh and unfortunately it wasn't in here the night like because it would have gained the big big crowd like but again you have to adhere to the guidelines and you know we keep everybody safe yeah the guidelines you know it seems a bit you know, you could go to a restaurant tonight, but you couldn't, you couldn't go yeah, to a match. Uh, I'd add that, <laughs> that there to the politicians, you know, but uh, strange times. But it's just, I'm just glad to be back on the football field because that's where all these boys grew up and myself, like, you know, and it's good just to be back and getting a game under their belt. And what about county team? What do you think? You know, they had such a good momentum going well, in. They they're have, in a very strong position anyway. They're in know? a very strong strong position, surely. Like, and, and Geezer knows himself, like, you know, he, I don't think they'll let it slip this time, like. Uh, you know, I think it's the, every other team's in the same situation. Yeah, I think it would be hard to see them not getting promoted at this stage. But um, hopefully, don't you like, put the squad in them there. <laughs> yeah, but things like um, you know, home support. You know, if if games are going ahead, you know, it, it for a club game, I suppose it isn't really that different. I mean, it can and it can't be. But in a county game, it would be really, really strange. And ha- not having home ad- home advantage, you know, even you see in soccer in the Bundesliga, they there were teams that were. Um, you know the home advantage was gone, so it just goes to show how much the fan support really does matter. I would be a big. I would. One minute, like when we come to go to the away games here and home on the way, you know, advantage. I don't think you really, if you prepare your team well, there's not. It's probably just the the. It's, it's a level playing feed, I think. 
but it's probably just because they've trained a couple of more times in it or they've played a couple of more games in it that's what the advantage is and I wouldn't really say the crowd or anything like you know would be a big thing like only if you get the Crow Park like you know when Dublin's playing the referees all say yeah. with Dublin like but, <laughs> but uh, no I don't think it's a big big difference like and I think like this is a Premier League shows here like you know you just have to be disciplined and Geezer's great discipline in himself and which rubs off on the team like and I said they won't shirk the issue anyway like and do you think you know the way some teams you, you, there's been a lot of talk about some teams training more than other teams or when they weren't supposed to be training and other teams training and all sorts of stuff going on like that um, do you think any teams are going to have an advantage over others or is everybody going to be rusty is it going to be are these last couple of league games going to be you know um, I, 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 I think I, I think at the start like you know it, it was like I think the GA was misled from the top down. Like you know, they didn't give, they didn't cl- clarify their message what they're giving out to county teams or club teams. Like, but eventually we got there and they, they, they cleared the whole situation up. Like you know, and I just remember listening to Colm O'Rourke there in one of the podcasts there. Like he says, like at the start they were dishing out this here, saying that uh, county t- uh, teams can train, you know, but you know, they can't train, but county teams are still training. And now Crow Park came back and says like there's no punishment for it. Like so yeah. they made a rule that they're not to train um but if the county tra- if the counties were training they didn't get punished for it. So it's, So do you think they were kinda of turning a blind eye? They turned a blind eye at the start, but that's when people was an uproar and so uproar with the within the clubs and rightly so. And uh, then they had to just go and scrap that there. Like, and it's good for club football. You start a club like and into the county, like you know, and it's good to see club players like Mullabon here in Silverbridge getting a game of football with the county players. Like you know, it's they've grew up with. Like you know, it's it's their boyhood club. Like. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I mean, it's not you don't see it that often, like when it is like that. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. Nice so it's it's good. Like you know, and it's good that like I said Charlie Ogan all them boys coming and playing with all the boys that grew up with in teams over the years. Like you know, it's it's a great boost to them and it's a great boost to the boys around them. Yeah, yeah. And what about yourself now? You're um, you're here now, and what, what's what's the plan? I could just see how it goes, <laughs> like you know, uh, football's very fickle. But uh, no, I just see how it goes. Like they're, I've got a good response from them already. Like we could be all sitting at home next week, like you know, all quarantined again, like or lockdown again. Like so, we just take it as it comes. Like and hopefully now, like there's a great bunch there, and hopefully I get the opportunity to just keep working with them. Like if someone tells me different. Okay, thanks very much. Ron. No problem at all. Hopefully we'll have Ronan Clark back in within the next few weeks with a more in-depth interview about his playing career. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Eye on the Ball. If so, subscribe to our podcast and remember to keep listening to Armagh Eye for all of your local news. Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 223. Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan.